Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift, Lori Bischoff. We're talking shift. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 80 of We're Talking Shift, the podcast where we talk a lot of shift because when we feel stuck, if it's time to level up, rise to a challenge, or make any kind of meaningful, effective change in our lives, we have to shift. And the first step in that process is to shift our thinking. That is the antidote to feeling stuck. On today's show, we're going to talk about the cocaine of food. Yes, we're talking sugar, folks, sugar. Now, unless you live in a remote cave somewhere, you know that the overconsumption of sugar is unhealthy. And, well, that's just putting it mildly. But, you know, I'm not really a fan of putting important things that affect our well-being mildly. So let's get really real and let's just call it like it is. It's, it's way beyond unhealthy. It's downright destructive and it's ruining human health across the globe. Yes, sugar in all its glorious disguises, and there are many. Uh, It's making people sick from the elderly who are suffering in record numbers from Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia, which they're showing to be um, definitely sugar can be a cause of that, a lifetime of eating um, too much sugar. Um, From them to uh, children who are now the fattest generation of kids to ever exist in America, to everyone in between struggling in record numbers from type 2 diabetes, obesity, cancer, heart disease, and a host of other diet-related illnesses. Now, I, I really, really want you to understand why sugar is the cocaine of food. So I've invited nutrition and weight loss expert, Dr. Lori Shemek, to join us today, and we're going to break it all down for you. Now, Dr. Lori is the award-winning, best-selling author of How to Fight Fat Inflammation and fire up your fat burn. She also wrote the Beginner's Guide to Intermittent Fasting. She's a leading authority on inflammation and its role in weight loss, preventing disease, and optimizing health. Dr. Lori has been a featured guest, um, health expert, and contributor on numerous magazines, radio, and TV shows like Dr. Oz, The Doctors. Uh, CNN and Fox News and a bunch of others. So I am thrilled that she took some time to hang out with us today. Dr. Lori, welcome to We're Talking Shift. Well, thank you, Lori. It's so wonderful to be here with you today. So thanks for having thank me. You. Uh, yes, I am thrilled. This is a big topic. Um, mm. I, am sh- I am sure that this is um, a big part of what you talk about working with your clients um, on inflammation and weight loss and all of that stuff, because as you know, better than, better than me, I'm sure um, sugar is the hidden culprit in so much of our, our health issues. It's, it's because of the sugar that's hidden in the food, right? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, and that's a really important point to start out with because so many people do not realize they're ingesting so much sugar. So you think back to the year 1700, uh, the average consumption was about four pounds of sugar a year right? Then 1800, it was about 18 pounds of sugar per year. year. And you jump to, to 2018, and it's 156 pounds of added sugar a year. And that's uh-huh. just added. It's not, you know, it's, it's not inherent with the natural food. So mm-hmm. uh, the reason for that is the food manufacturers know that we are hardwired to love sweet things, and it's becoming even worse. And so they put sugar in everything, so we'll buy everything. And yeah, uh, yeah. And so I think I. Buy- well, I was going to say I think I read mm-hmm. that um, what like eighty percent of our food products have sugar, uh, some form yes. of sugar in them, yes. added sugar. Yeah. Isn't that sad? And that's what, you know, it's interesting because um, when I speak to people, you know, I talk about this problem, you know, people are frustrated. They're frustrated because they don't have any energy. They're frustrated because they can't lose weight. They don't understand why they're not losing weight. 
there's they're not eating sugar directly they're not eating you know candy bars or you know right. any type of desserts or anything like that but they don't realize that for example they think they're going to the grocery store uh, getting a healthy getting healthy food such as you know whole wheat bread well two yeah. uh, slices of whole wheat bread can bump up your blood sugar by two tablespoons as much as two tablespoons of sugar mm-hmm. and those fruited yogurts mm-hmm. have more sugar than a candy bar Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sodas, yeah. for example. Now, that's a direct main line of sugar. Yeah. Uh, you know, 10 to 15 teaspoons of sugar in uh, one can of, sh- of soda. That's, and, that's so you know, disgusting. It is. And can you imagine sitting down at the table eating 10 to 15 teaspoons of the white granulated stuff? And no. you just wouldn't do it. Most people would never do that. And so what? it's simply liquid sugar, and it's the worst form of sugar. It's high fructose corn syrup, which yeah. uh, we can get into in a little bit, but it's uh, yeah. metabolized by the liver, okay? And that's yeah. really bad yeah. when that happens. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I want to talk about that in just a few minutes for sure. Um, because I think, in fact, we're going to, we're going to lead into that right now because I think it's really important for people Mm -hmm. to understand what happens in your body, you know, how the body processes sugar. If you don't understand, you know, when you swallow that stuff in any one of those, you know, hundreds of different forms, it can be, be, you know, put in your food and hidden in you, you eat that. And then there's a process that your body goes through, and I think if people can understand that the how and what's going on in there, it's just um, you know more. It's more helpful for them to be able to make a wiser choice when they understand what is going on very specifically. Yeah, it's really important to know. Um, you know, so there's most of the sugar that's added is in an unnatural form, right? Our body, it's a man-made form. Our body doesn't really know what to do with it, such as sucrose or that high fructose corn syrup I just alluded to. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy. And so in terms of fructose, um, it is metabolized by the liver only. It's the only sugar that is metabolized uh, by the liver. And uh, so you don't get that bump in blood sugar, but it still, it, it disrupts your satiety signals. So even if you're eating, you know, whole fruit, not whole fruit, but fruit juice and whole fruit too, if you eat an excess amount of any type of fructose, you're going to have trouble. And the liver can only hold so much sugar. The cells can only hold so much sugar. And, and as I just mentioned earlier, the amount of sugar people are ingesting is enormous. It is uh, uh, truly uh, uh, just Mm -hmm. outstanding. And so when this happens, when the body can't store any more sugar, the liver turns it to fat. And what we have now is a fatty liver, which means that if you're overweight and you're not losing uh, and you're having trouble losing weight, your liver can't do its job of burning fat. It's your largest and it's your largest endocrine organ and your number one fat burning organ. That's how important really paying attention to your sugar ingestion is because Mm -hmm. it's not just about the weight and how you look. It's about that liver uh, not functioning optimally in many cases. So it's not doing its job of, detoxing and filtering out toxins, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I'm so glad you brought that up because it is really important for people to understand that there's, there's, there's one way of gaining weight where, you know, maybe you're taking in excess calories and excess sugar. Um, and maybe it's just sugar, sugar, white granulated sugar. And so you're ending up, you know, with, with an excess of fat. And so you're getting fat all over, but then there's this Mm -hmm. other kind of fat that is, um, what's that? What is it? Not like the adipose tissue. What's the other word I'm looking for? The, um, you know, the, the, the stuff, it's probably like the fatty liver and the liver or the fat around your organs and, Oh, the visceral fat. Yes, thank you. You're visceral. About, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I know it starts right. with a V, but it is, <laughs> that fat the, and that kind that's of fat. That's the inflammatory like, fat. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and that's so dangerous. People just don't understand that it's not just about you know the the weight and trying to find that healthy weight so that you look good and you have more energy. Mm-hmm. It's it's beyond. I mean, it's that too, but it's much also, beyond that. 
Yeah, much beyond that. The dangers of your organs not being able to function properly and um, and be literally just being completely, not necessarily destroyed, but not able to function properly and, yeah, and ruining your yeah, health. Exactly. And that's, that's a good point, Lori, because, you know, uh, when we eat inflammatory foods, which most processed refined foods, as you mentioned, 80% of all the foods that are processed and refined have added sugar in them, right? And it's not healthy sugar. And uh, so it's, it's, it's doing a double whammy in that it's bumping up your blood sugar level. And it's also uh, harming, you know, creating more visceral fat. That's the fat, the abdominal fat, essentially, where um, it's uh, inflammatory. It's the worst mm-hmm. kind of fat you want, okay, on your body. Yeah. Because it generates that uh, inflammatory signaling. And so, you know, um, what we need to do is really pay attention to added sugars. But, you know, a lot of people don't understand it's, it's an inflammatory cascade when they ingest any type of sugar, whether it's honey whether it's fruit juice, whether it's apple juice concentrate, uh, which is an added sugar, uh, any type of sugar, anything that messes with the uh, body is Mm -hmm. causing inflammation. You're recruiting those, signaling those white blood cells because they're like, you know, well, what is this? This isn't good. This is inflammatory. And a whole host of uh, situations occur because your immune system immediately becomes depressed for a couple couple of hours and it really reduces its ability to function well. Mm -hmm. Um, It dehydrates your cells. So, you know, when you're not, I don't know if you've ever had an ice cream and you're thirsty afterwards, Mm -hmm. that's an example of that. Um, It depletes electrolytes. Um, you know, and it promotes cancer cell growth uh, from a lot of types of cancer, not all. Sure, sure. And it, you know, it damages tissues. We can go into uh, inflammaging if you want or mm-hmm. glycation. But these are just examples. There's so many more of the damage that sugar can create. Yeah. And so, for example, when you ingest sugar, you immediately spike your blood sugar super high and then it drops super fast, much like throwing a ball high up into the air and watching it fall rapidly to the ground. Mm -hmm. That's your blood sugar on sugar, right? And that's inflammation in action right there. And you think about how many times somebody does this a day. If if you're eating sugar every day, you're eating an excess amount of sugar. And so when uh, this happens, you're, you know, when it hits the ground, when your blood sugar hits the ground, what does your body want to do? It wants to create balance. So it brings that blood sugar level back up to normal after you have that candy bar, right? So right. We, when our blood sugar drops after eating sugar, which is the natural response, it's an up and down. And uh, when it hits down, we automatically run for that candy bar to bring it back up. And so it's a vicious cycle, really. So you you eat sugar, you like it, and then you begin to crave it. It has this addictive component to it that yeah. makes you yeah. want more. It's not just physical either, you know, as we all right. know. It. Yeah. Oh, definitely. There's the emotional uh, addiction as well to the, to yeah. right, sugar and, foods and sweet foods. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so it's, you, you know, when you ingest sugar, you have a dopamine hit. You know, the, they've, as you mentioned in your early on in what you said, yeah. the uh, brain imaging between sugar and cocaine is virtually the same in the same area of the brain. So that is, is not good, okay, because this equals addiction. Mm-hmm. And you have a massive amount of insulin secreted to drop that blood sugar level in the blood, and that's not good either. And then, you know, these high insulin levels, you're disrupting satiety signals. Your body is um, not able to tell if you've had enough to eat. So it's kind of like, um, you know, if you eat a piece of cake, you, feel, you don't feel that full. Or if you have any type of uh, sugar, it, it encourages cravings as well, yeah. hunger and cravings. That's unfortunately 
you know, that happens when the, you have that low blood sugar point yeah. and it causes that increased appetite and the cycle then just gets repeated. Right. It's really frustrating for so many and they, you know, they don't understand what's really going. They know that there's something up, right? Mm-hmm. Because I knew it. I was addicted to sugar in college, so... Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, but you probably didn't realize that at the time you didn't, right? I did. You did realize it. Yeah, I did. um, Because, you know, I've always had an interest in health and, Uh but, and so I said, you know, this isn't right. Me wanting this sugar every day. And I knew the health effects of it, you know, even way back then. Uh And, um, but grew up, on, you know, Captain Crunch and mm-hmm. Sugar Smacks and all the Fruit Loops and oh, all that. Oh, yes. yes. But, um, but yeah, I me and the know. captain. We, yeah, we yeah. A, yeah me, me and the captain had a, a date every A good morning, relationship. Right? I, yeah, very, very nice when I was like <laughs> probably around that age 10 to 12. It was it was all yeah. about the captain. So I, right, I know, I, me too. I, I understand that stuff is, it really is addicting. And that's, I want, I really want to drive that point home too, um, especially for parents. If you're feeding your kids, if you're starting out their day every day, because it's easy, you know, you get a box of sugar and you pour some milk over it and then here you go. And, you know, how is that any different than, you know, giving them a bowl of ice cream every morning? You Exactly. Most people wouldn't do that, but that's really not any different. The same effect is happening, right? That, that's a really great point, Lori. Yes. And, you know, and it's a double whammy as well. Yeah. Because not only are they getting the sugar, the high sugar, but they're also getting refined carbohydrates, which are yeah. just as bad in the yeah. body. You yeah. know, and it's, for a lot of people, they may go, oh, no, seriously? And, you know, they have no idea that, mm-hmm. oh, I'm feeding my child this. And and that's normal because a lot of people don't know. Right. What, you know, they see that the, it says healthy on the box and it says it's fortified with all these vitamins and exactly. nutrients. Well, yeah. these nutrients um, ha- legally have to be put back in. They're not put in enough and they're synthetic. Right. And right. so it's not the body doesn't it's not as bioavailable to the body. These these uh, synthetic. Yeah, nutrients. it's all manufactured. It's mm-hmm. all a manufactured food stuff with components put back in that are synthetic, like you say. And then it's, you know, um, made to taste really good and mm-hmm. put in an attractive box and put on the shelf. Uh, and there you go. It's not real food. Um, and and back to like, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about the whole addictive nature because mm-hmm. I think people just don't connect the dots that that sugar basically, as you started to say earlier as well, it, it induces the same responses right in the region of our brain. That's our reward center. And the, the same way that nicotine does, cocaine, heroin, alcohol. So really what people don't even realize they're doing, they don't know, but to themselves and to their kids, is they're setting up a, an addiction that's as powerful as those substances that they would never think of giving their kids. Um you know, they're setting them up for a lifetime of struggle. Yeah. And they and don't know why, why. Right. And that's why awareness is key. Awareness uh, for both parent and child and adult and no matter what your age, it doesn't matter. The minute you stop ingesting sugar, added sugars, you will, your life will change. If you're mm-hmm. struggling with, you know, uh, energy levels, fatigue, you're, um, you can't lose weight, you have a lot of belly fat, mm-hmm. skin care, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. um, you know, you're aging faster than you would like to. These are all signs of uh, excess sugar in the body. And one of the things that, you know, is going to change that is to begin to stop ingesting this toxin, is, which is exactly what this is. And uh, once you do, and it takes about a good, about a week for most people, and, it, and it's not that horrible, you know, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. first day or two is not fun because you're used to having that sugar uh, 24-7, if you wish. And, uh, but when you make the decision that you want to change your health and your life, your health and life will change. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's the most important component. Really, yeah. to get anything out of today's uh, information, I think that's really important to know. Definitely. And I think, too, um, you know, when I work with, with clients, 
I think a key component is to make sure that when you're going to stop sugar or at least, you know, do a, you know, a 90% reduction, um, that you also at the same time have your alternative plan in place so that, you know, you have something to go to, um, when you start to feel the, the craving come in and, and a lot of people, will finally come to realize that if they change the rest of their diet so that they're eating food that is really healthy and nutritious so that they're getting fed at the cellular level, the cravings just automatically diminish because your, yeah. your body is being fed properly. Your cells are being fed. So they're not telling you, feed me, feed me. And then you right, mistake that signal of feed me for, I want sugar. Yes, that's really, really, really important because when you uh, create a plate, if you will, what you put into your mouth will really drastically reduce those sugar cravings and yes. if you do targeted supplementation. So, yes. you know, creating, creating a plate that is high in fiber and healthy fat and protein, those three, those three uh, types of foods actually balance blood sugar. And so if you yeah. remember what I said, you know, when the when our blood sugar drops, what do we want to do? What does the body mm-hmm. want to do? It wants to bring it back up. And so mm-hmm. eating this way, healthy fats like avocados, egg yolks, olive yeah. oil, these kinds of foods balance the blood sugar. And when you add in protein to that meal, uh, any type of protein, you are going to further balance the blood sugar. Fiber yes. naturally is fantastic. It's, it is the only food that isn't broken down into sugar. It is digested by our, our uh, gut bacteria, and they love it, and they create really special compounds that, that optimize our health and our gut health. And as we know, uh, sugar, if we ingest sugar, we're feeding the really bad, unhealthy gut bugs. That's their source of food. Sugar and refined foods are mm-hmm. uh, the go-to food for these unhealthy gut bugs. And when, unfortunately, because we have a nation of mostly overweight people, 78% mm-hmm. overweight mm-hmm. and obese, yep. and uh, they, the people that are overweight and uh, obese have less variety of healthy gut bugs. And uh, part of the problem is that uh, they have less variety and they also have less of them, right, mm-hmm. of healthy ones. They have a lot of the bad ones. And again, these bad ones crave sugar. So when you get a sugar craving, believe me, it's not just you craving that sugar. They need to be fed. So the only way to really change your gut health to healthy, uh, to create an abundance of healthy gut bugs so that you can lose weight and uh, stop craving sugar so much is to take away the bad gut bug source of fuel, of food. Let them go away. Kick them to the curb. Yeah, starve them out. Don't them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when you have an abundance of healthy ones by eating foods, lots of vegetables which are high in fiber that they love and mm-hmm. uh, prebiotic fiber, I call it uh, fertilizing your gut, your gut garden, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to pull the weeds, which is getting rid of the bad bugs by stop feeding them and yeah. ingesting mm-hmm. foods that feed them. And then you want to fertilize with this, these really healthy prebiotic fibers like artichokes and onions and leeks, beans, mm-hmm. things that uh, are high in fiber, but a specific type of fiber. And right. then um, you want to make sure that you take a probiotic supplement as well, just uh, for uh, assurance that you're getting healthy gut bugs, healthy gut bacteria. So, um, or healthy bacteria, not gut bacteria. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so when you create a healthy gut, you are doing your, your 90% of your immune system resides within your gut. Um, we know that, um, 90% of the serotonin made is not made in our brain. It's made in our gut lining. And our weight is directly connected to the abundance and health 
of our gut bacteria and the variety of. And, you know, our energy levels, everything that is important in terms of our health, our brain health, our weight, our immune health, is all uh, resides within the gut. And so when we eat sugar, it not only feeds the bad gut bugs, but it also breaks down the lining, the very, very important lining uh, in the gut. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's just, it's so far beyond just having excess weight. I mean, we're really talking yeah. about the, 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 the intricacies of the functionality of, of your body. And if you want to feel like you have, um, you know, fairly, if you want to feel like you have good health, if you want to feel energetic and, and vibrant, um, and feel like you're thriving, you just, you have to be super, super cognizant of all of these hidden ways that sugar is getting into your system. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah. So, and, and yeah. yeah, and let's talk a minute for then about artificial sugars and sweeteners because they, you know, they may not affect everything the same as other forms of, of like cane sugar, but they still have a really bizarre effect on our body. So do you want to speak to those for a minute, artificial sugars sure. and sweeteners? Yes, um, definitely stay away from those because artificial sweeteners, because they're just awful. Okay. They're just, yeah. you, you don't even look at them. They're, um, they're a neurotoxin for one. They, but in terms of how you operate daily, um, it, again, you are bumping up your insulin level with most people. It is disrupting, as I mentioned earlier, with typical sugar. It also dis- disrupts the uh, satiety signals. Um, the it's there's caloric dysregulation that's involved. Again, you're mm-hmm. you're, bo- you're not when you eat it, your body cannot sense that it's eaten enough food, okay? Oh, yeah. Um, so that's why it's so important to stay away from those, not to mention that they're chemicals, all right? Yeah. Okay, yes. And there are other, other types if you want artificial sweeteners that aren't, aren't, that aren't toxic. So if you want natural, healthy sweeteners, you can look to stevia, is mm-hmm. one. Uh, monk fruit sweetener is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Swerve is another one. Um, you can look to one that um, I've been reading a lot about lately and I've tried some of the products with this com- sugar. Uh, is called allulose. Mm-hmm. And it, there's a lot of research out there showing that it actually does help people lose weight. It helps stop hunger and cravings. You know, and that's really, that, ideally, that's what we want. We want to stop the insulin resistance that happens with excess sugar. Uh, we want to balance that blood sugar. So all mm-hmm. these are three really healthy. Erythritol is one and uh, xylitol. Those are two sugar alcohols The uh, that can cause tummy troubles for if you have too much. Too much, so those okay. Two, yeah, those two sugar alcohols. So those are... Um, Okay. Replacements, right? Swaps mm-hmm. for for non-caloric, not, not so high calorie, mm-hmm. and that are healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just be mindful though of depending upon something sweet all the time. So, yes. my goal for your listeners is to really try to get away from having to have something sweet all the time. That's right. your goal, really. You'll be so happy and proud of yourself when you realize you've gone the whole day without having any sugar and you didn't even really notice it at all. Exactly. And that, right? I think that's the whole thing to get to the point mm-hmm. where it didn't even occur to you to have, yeah, that's you know, to want the it. Liberating point right there. Yeah. Because sugar has a really strong, powerful hold on most people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is what worries me because, you know, I think about, people that have sugar every day and you cannot feel the effects right away. It's subtle. It takes years. And um, unless you have an enormous amount in one sitting, you're not going Uh to be able to tell. So when you ingest sugar uh, through the years, uh, something called uh, advanced glycation 
uh, end products occur, right? Mm -hmm. Or ages, as it's so aptly named, because Mm -hmm. it promotes Mm -hmm. faster, quicker aging, wrinkly skin, sagging skin. And it doesn't happen just to the tissues on the outside of our body, but to the tissues on the inside of the body as well. So it takes a period of time, um, but it's happening as we speak, right? With each mouthful of sugar, you're, it's happening. You're creating that inflammation in the body or inflammaging, as it's so often called. And this, is, uh, this inflammaging can actually be, um, it's part of one of the hallmarks of aging, the theory of the hallmarks of aging, but it can be mostly prevented by uh, stopping the glycation process. So what happens is when you ingest sugar, proteins and sugars come together and they create this chemical reaction. And it's called the browning effect. It's essentially the caramelization of bodily tissue. Much wow. like you've seen, you know, on the stove, the crispy yeah. browned potatoes or, you know, sure. that crispy fried chicken. That's caramelization. That's glycation yeah. right there. That same effect is going on in, on the inside of your body as well. And uh, again, we can't feel it until uh, sometime down the road, but sure. it, e- it emerges as something very not healthy. I think about, you know, uh, President Ronald Reagan, who loved his jelly bellies, right? Mm-hmm. He loved those things, and he would eat them all day at his desk. He had a big jar of them on his desk, and he ended up, uh, passing away from Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. And, you know, and as you mentioned in your, uh, and mm-hmm. in, in your intro, intro yeah. it was, you know, uh, it's now being looked at as type three diabetes. Alzheimer's is yes. correlated with sugar intake. Yeah. And again, you know, I just feel like we can't stress this enough. This, all of this sugar, it's not just about the fat on your body, you guys, this is affecting your brain and Alzheimer's to me, that is one of the scariest things. Any form of dementia as you age is one of the scariest things that I feel a person would have and, and their family would have to deal with. And it's, it's now being shown that sugar is, is, definitely related to that process um, of of getting dementia or Alzheimer's. And that is just, that scares the hell out of me. I mean, I'm like going to be doing everything I can to make Mm -hmm. sure that, you know, I'm preventing going down that path because it just seems like a, a horrible nightmare and a terrible way to, you know, go through those years, the, the later years in your life, not to mention, you have, Family. Um, sorry, if you have anybody in your family with dementia, it just seems that you would want to um, pay attention to your own uh, sugar intake yeah. because yes. you know the sugar just it just it opens up the blood brain barrier, right? It depletes the brain of trace minerals and it allows toxins and other heavy metals to um, accumulate in the brain tissue. Yes. That's another really important reason not to eat excess sugar. There's so many that, you know, for example, Mm -hmm. if you are under a lot of stress and anxiety, sugar's not, should not be your go-to, even though a lot of people use it for comfort food. It's only comforting for a short period of time, and then it's good to, it's done, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And its long-term effects are stress, anxiety, um, you know. And another thing that is really important, I don't want to forget to mention, is that it depletes the body of glutathione, which is really important in the body. It's a, the master antioxidant, key antioxidant for every cell in the body, almost every cell in the body. So. Very important mm-hmm. um, to make sure you have enough of that. Sh- in, uh, sugar impacts your vitamin C and your vitamin E levels. So you can see as yeah. we're talking all of the powerful effects that sugar has on the body. Right, right. And people and, don't understand. They don't understand yeah, they, they don't. And it's, uh, you know, if they're going to try to uh, do a little bit of research, um, there's so much information and there's so much conflicting information out there that it's it's overwhelming and it actually makes people not sure what way to turn. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's, it's really important, um, you know, to make sure that you're getting information that's credible, 
Look who you're getting your information from when you're researching online uh, because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And I'm telling you, it's really bad. So be careful about that. But when when it – go ahead, yeah. Yeah, well, and when it comes to um, people trying to – discern, I guess is the word I'm looking for, what is okay for them to eat. And they look at a package of something on the shelf in the store and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're fooled by the words that have lost their true meaning, like, you know, natural it's, oh, it's natural. So it must be okay. Or it says it's low fat or low calorie. So it must be okay. But they don't, they don't turn the box around and look at the nutritional, you know, panel on the back, or they don't read the list of ingredients. Um, so they don't really know that those words are absolutely meaningless and they're really there, you know, they're meant to, to just market to you and fool you so that you buy the product. Right. And that's why one of the only things you can do to protect yourself and your family is to flip that package over and to look in, at the ingredient list. And so whether you're in, uh, so if you're in uh, North America, in Canada rather, um, you won't have an added sugars box, which makes it really easy to detect. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you still have to look at the, the ingredient list. Mm-hmm. And if sugar is in the top three right there, don't yeah. buy it. Okay. Yeah. I personally wouldn't buy it anyway, um, because this is what you're trying to do. In the mm-hmm. United States, they have uh, what a, an added sugars box, right? So it'll say added sugars. And if it says zero, you're good to go. That's really important. So make sure that um, you definitely stay off uh, the, mm-hmm. the added sugars. And if you can't tell if there's any added sugar, um, just go with your gut. If it's in the top uh, tier of ingredients. When you yeah. look at the ingredient list, don't buy it. It's not right. Worth it. Right. And then just get familiar with the most common names of sugars, because there are like, you know, 80 different ways that they can refer to sugar. And you may not recognize that, you know, dextrose is, is sugar or it mm-hmm. may, right. It may say or, corn syrup. Right. Or, right. Yeah. Yes. High fructose corn syrup sounds healthy. Corn fructose, right? Well, yes. this isn't. Yeah. Um, and by the way, for your listeners, honey is, you know, people say, well, what about honey? And, and they get so mad at me because it's like, yes, it has a lot of really healthy nutrients in mm-hmm. it. And I highly recommend it, um, Manuka honey, if you're feeling unwell. So if mm-hmm. you have a cold or the flu, a half a teaspoon is all you need, okay? But who mm-hmm. uses a half a teaspoon yeah. of honey? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, they just <laughs> That's a very that tiny bear. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. in the bear, right? And um, I have a, a client who he, uh, his triglyceride uh, was as high as I've ever heard in my life. And it was really, truly only due to the amount of honey he was using in his tea. And once we got him off the honey, his triglyceride went back to normal, his triglyceride level. So it shows you the impact honey has on the liver, because remember, fructose, which honey is, is metabolized in the liver. An excess amount is going to create a fatty liver. Okay. Good to know, because I think, yeah, you're right. People think since it's natural, then it's fine in, in... There are no limits kind of thing. And that's not right. Either. And another tip is anything ending in O-S-E, O-S-E yeah. that's a sugar. So, um, but don't, you know, like there's, for example, lactose is um, a natural sugar in yogurt. So if you're buying plain yogurt and it says it has six grams of sugar, that's fine. Um, it's, it's naturally inherent within the product. It's not added. It's, you know, it, if it's plain uh, yogurt, ex- yeah, right? plain yogurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not the fruit um, flavored stuff. Stay away from that. Yeah. That's just, there's more sugar in a candy bar in that than a candy bar. So, right. Right. Uh, yeah. 
Got it. Um, so how much sugar is, is too much? I mean, if people are saying, does that mean I can never have anything ever again with sugar in it, or I'm just going to wreck myself? Or is there, what do we, what do we share with our listeners that would give them a little something like, okay, this, something like this on this occasion is not going to harm you. What do we think the parameters are? Well, you know, once in a while is fine. I do once in a while. That's sure. no problem. Because once you're off sugar, like I've been for decades, your body is insulin sensitive. And all sorts of good things happen to your health when you become insulin sensitive. It is perhaps the best marker of optimal health there is. So insulin sensitivity is what you're after. So once you've gotten off of sugar and you're good to go and you know that by taking, you know, whatever some of that dessert or holiday, whatever, is not going to uh, kick you mm-hmm. out of uh, the sugar no sugar commitment you made, then um, you're definitely good to go once in a while. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. But if you're in the process of losing a lot of weight and you're trying to get off sugar, definitely do not use it during this time. So if you need some help transitioning off, use a supplement uh, or two called chromium picolinate, People who use a lot of sugar are typically uh, deficient in this mineral Mm -hmm. and um, in people in general are typically deficient and it's very effective. Within three days, you will see a marked reduction in sugar cravings. Mm -hmm. And alpha lipoic acid is another one that's really beneficial, glutamine. There are many out there, but um, the ones I mentioned are very, very powerful in Mm -hmm. helping you. And, okay. um, yeah, so just transition with that and with those, those sugars, those healthy sugars I mentioned. But, again, I want to remind your listeners to not depend upon the sweet taste all the time. Get used to what things should taste like because your taste buds will go back to normal. Right now, is they're on uh, steroids, right? Your requirement for sweetness gets more and more as time goes on. And uh, once you transition off, you're going to see <laughs> when you mm-hmm. taste something that has added sugar in it, it's unbelievably sweet. But right. someone who eats sugar all the, every day, mm-hmm. it isn't very right. sweet at all. Yeah, they're kind yeah. of desensitized, right? Just like yep. if you eat a lot of salt. Right. Sure. Sure. Exactly. Oh, it's so fascinating. So, so we really want to stress, um, it's not it, for listeners that have been struggling with this. It's, it's not your fault. It's not that right. you're lazy, right. Or don't have any willpower. Um, it, you just have to be aware that you're, you're being tricked. Your body is being mm-hmm. tricked. And Actually, on that point, this is something I did want to mention. Um, There was a tweet that really caught my eye, and I wanted to share this with people that you had sent out. Um, It's been a few weeks ago now, but I made a note of it. You said, um, food engineers create foods so tasty, so perfectly engineered to get us to not just like them, but to want more and more of them, creating what is referred to as the bliss point in processed packaged foods. So let's just let's just drive that point home a little bit mm-hmm. more for for people about food engineers and the goal of the bliss point. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's really what part of the problem is. So these food manufacturers, they know exactly what we love, right? They know that number one, we're born hardwired to love sweet things. And back in, you know, a long time ago when we didn't have access 24-7 to sugar and sweetness, we would come across, say, a a hive or, you know, some berries, and uh, that would be our sugar intake. But as you can see, as I mentioned early on, the progression from 1700 to now is incredible. So you think about 156 pounds of added sugar that the food manufacturers are adding every single year. People are, this is just the average, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, they know it. They know exactly how to make that, that right specific bliss point so that we want more and more. They want to drive those sales. 
So that's their goal. And there are actually people out there called food engineers that know exactly how to do that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why it's very important to protect yourself by reading the ingredient list. It Mm -hmm. sounds horrible, uh, boring, and, you know, a pain in the neck, but it really is the most, one of the most important things you can do for your health. Yeah. And your kids, you guys that have, that are feeding families and you have youngsters, um, you really um, do them a service as well as yourself by trying to get into the habit and just making it a lifestyle to read about what you're eating and what you're feeding them. Because um, knowing that, knowing that there is, there is a very specific effort being made to make sure that you are addicted to certain products and that your yeah. kids grow up being addicted to those products so that they can sell them. It's a it business. Doesn't, it doesn't stop at sugar. It does not. No, no. It, you know, all those, those corn chips and cheese chips and crunchy things, that same thing, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Know exactly what to do. And, you know, and that goes in line with, uh, you know, if, when you're creating uh, a life without sugar, everything changes. It optimizes your health. You'll have more energy to work out. You'll be more motivated to work out. You won't need sugar for everything you, you know, to provide that energy for you. Right. It's just really a much better way to live. I've, I've done it both ways, and mm-hmm. I can promise mm-hmm. you that this is the way to go. I love it. So <laughs> let me ask you, uh, take you in a whole other direction. Um, I like to ask my, my new guests uh, to share a going rogue story if they have one. You know, maybe something about uh, like a time when, when you went your version of going rogue. You, you bucked the status quo or you did something mm. very, you know, radical or unprecedented by your own standards. And, uh, and you made a decision to go in a direction that maybe was scary or challenging, but it ultimately had a, a positive impact on the course of your life. Do you have a story like that you can share with us? Yes, I do. So um, I, uh, you know, originally was counseling uh, at-risk families um, for a long time, and my my health, my interest in health was always there. I was always really involved in nutrition and doing things like that for my clients, uh, their families, and so I noticed that when I I would literally make out grocery lists for my clients, um, that their behavior changed, their motivation changed, they became nicer people, um, mm. and their children's, their children's attitudes changed as well. Mm. So, you know, that was a, those were real life examples for me. And so I became vice president of family outreach and then uh, decided that I would leave that job and create my own company. So I went back to school, uh, got my nutrition degree, got my life coaching degree, all with the intent of um, using my background in psychology, my nutrition background, and my life coaching background to become um, uh, a coach, if you will, for people who need to create better health and lose mm-hmm. weight. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And I've been doing it ever since. And the the thing about that was, is that I did it when I was in my 40s. <laughs> ah, okay. So, gotcha. I was yeah. waiting for the, I was waiting yeah. for the hitch there. Uh, yeah, because normally that would be something that, you know, most people would be starting on that path in their probably mm-hmm. early 20s, mid 20s. Right. So yeah, it's always a little bit more of a rogue move when you yeah. get into your 40s and you're like, I don't know, is it too late? Should I be taking <laughs> this, this big risk, a life changing path? So I get it. Yeah, I, it was really, it, it was very stressful because you think about being, you know, in your late forties, you know, creating a whole new business, going back to school, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing was just, um, was yeah. stressful, but it was my passion. And I have been, I had been wanting to do that for a long, long time and finally did it. So nice. I love it. So, yeah. so what little nugget would you share about the value of going rogue to people? I think don't be afraid. Just do it because you think about, you know, you don't want to look back on your life with regret. You don't want to 
um, be so afraid that you're not reaping the benefits. So for me, my, I, my passion has always been health, even as a young girl. Um, and I, it really motivated me, always has, and it always will. And so because I did what I did, I love what I do. So mm-hmm. it's not work at all. It's just what I love to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've done both. I've done the long hours every day. I've done the, the, the grind, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so I know exactly what, what it all is. But if you love it, then that's a whole different story. Yes. If you don't love it, don't be afraid. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> awesome. So where right. can people find out more about you and your books and your services? Uh, why don't you share that information, please? Sure. Uh, thank you. My uh, website is drlorishemek.com, and there's a lot of information, health, nutrition, mindset information on that site. And you can find me on Twitter, at Lori Shemek, on Instagram, Dr. Lori Shemek, and on Facebook, Dr. Lori Shemek. And uh, every day I post actionable information that people can really use, practical inf- inf- information. So yeah. um, in my books, you can find them on Amazon, all three, or wherever books are sold. Perfect. Awesome. So this was fabulous. I thank you again for spending this time with us. And I would love it if you'd be willing to come back and talk about inflammation, because I think that there's, uh, we could fill a lot of time just on that subject alone. And I know it's very, very much connected with this, but there's a whole lot more. We didn't even really scratch the surface on that. So I'd love to have you I would love that. It would be an honor. Thank you, Lori. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Lori. I really appreciate it. Come back soon. Same here. Take care. All right. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me and Dr. Lori today. Now that you know even more about the detrimental effects of sugar, I hope that you feel like you're more able to to just make wiser, better choices about the food that you eat and what you're feeding your family. Um, I mean, sugar, it's a hidden ingredient in foods that you would never expect would contain it. And it's a prime ingredient in so many pretty foods. Those are the obvious ones, but it has such an ugly side. No one can deny that it is delicious. We all love to have our treats now and then, but too much is extremely, extremely destructive to health. It's it's cheap, but the cost to our health is exorbitant. It's one of the biggest and the ugliest monsters in the processed foods industry. It's right up there next to processed oils, which are horrifying. I talked a lot about processed foods in episode 71, and I talked about processed fats and oils with the uh, with basically the, the world expert um, in episode 72. So if you miss them, and I invite you to go back and, and check those episodes out. Also, there's a fantastic documentary called Fed Up that's brilliant and talks a lot about sugar. So I would encourage you to, to find that as well. Now, if you need a little help trying to reduce the amount of sugar and processed foods in your diet, um, please go ahead and check out Dr. Lori Shemek's site. And also you can head over to my site, uh, lauribischoff.com. You can check out the food print plan. It is a blueprint for helping you create a healthier eating lifestyle. You can also download my free guide to help you manage aging like a boss while you're there. Make sure to subscribe to We're Talking Shift if you haven't already. And if you found this episode valuable, please take a quick minute to give it a rating. I would be very appreciative. Help spread the good shift around by sharing it with your friends. And until next week, stay feisty, my friends. Stay healthy and go make some epic shift happen in your life. You too, Gary V. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.